walking into his house at 6.30 on the dot, just like every day of the week. Denver's head district attorney, Chris Simons, prides himself on his self-discipline, control over all his actions. Nothing is left to chance. Everything is thought out, pre-planned, no loose ends. That's why his daughter, whom he hasn't seen in days, and is presently standing in the middle of the kitchen, is his living, breathing nightmare. Trying to keep his composure, he is careful of his tone of voice as he speaks to her. I'm glad you're home for a change. How long do I have the honor of your majesty's presence this time? Anna gives her father a look that tells him that he's already started the conversation on the wrong foot. I'm home because I have to go to school tomorrow. Simon Lee stares at his daughter. School? Since when did we start attending school in the month of June? I did to say high school, replies Anna. I'm taking music lessons. I met a guy downtown and he plays guitar. He says that I have long fingers and that I should play. And how do I know that you're actually going to some music school, as you call it, and not some boy's house? Because I said so, Anna snaps back at her father. If I was going to some boy's house, I would tell you. Besides, I don't like boys. What? Anna knew that the statement would get on her father's skin, and she couldn't wait to answer him. That's right. I don't like boys. I like men. She walks out the kitchen knowing her father is burning up, and she is loving every minute of it. Losing his precious self-control, Simon yells, If your mother were here, Anna cuts him off. If my mother were here, you wouldn't be. She stops short of what was about to come out of her mouth. Simon starts after her. If your mother were here, I wouldn't be what? What, was, what were you about to say, Anna? What were you going to say? Anna runs into her bedroom and slams the door. Leaning against it, in between sobs, she whispers, If my mother were here, you wouldn't be a murderer. <laughs> Welcome to Word on the Street 16. They tried me. <laughs> Word on the Street. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Yo, yo, yo. So you know what you just heard. Yeah. A little snippet from a little piece from our guest this week. Mm-hmm. Everybody, welcome, Malcolm Boyd. How you doing? And the crowd goes crazy. We're out of control. <laughs> so, Malcolm's here from, we met him from, uh, what was that? The Queen's Hip Hop Festival. The Queen's right. Hip Hop Festival. Yes, he was in the building. Oh, and, I enjoyed um, that. Man, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. Where was Smith Kill? He was passing out his... Um, A flyer. Yes. And letting us know about his book. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Well, it's the book basically is like, as the saying goes, the labor of love. Or just I had more fun writing this thing, I think, than, you know, you will probably read it. You'll enjoy it, but uh, I sat down, like, after dinner at night and start writing, and I look up and the sun's coming up. My hand's cramped up. And I'm like, what happened to the time? I just... I fell in love with writing a story, and I hope everybody else will, too. It's called yes. One Way In, No Way Out. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, as the title implies, and I'm pretty sure everybody out there in life understands the term, mm-hmm. we get in something that we just can't seem to get out of. That's right. right. So That's this right. story is reflective of that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, you can apply that title to any situation you've had in life. Mm-hmm. You so know, true. It's, it's, for some of us, it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And then others manage to sneak their way out one way or another, you know, mm-hmm. with their life intact. Right. You know, oh. we might have a piece of your ass missing, mm. but... Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's just a metaphor, though. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now, um, 
Tell okay, so about the book. Is it considered mm-hmm. an urban book? What would you classify it as? Well, I'm glad you asked me that because this is how I feel about that whole uh urban lit thing. Okay. You know, um it's all based on the fact that either you have a black leading character mm-hmm. or you're a black author, you're automatically titled urban fiction. Right. And my subject matter at the beginning of the book and through the book kind of leads a person to believe it's urban fiction. But right. um, what is urban fiction? You know, is, mm-hmm. it, is it considered because it's black people? Is mm-hmm. it considered because in the city? Mm-hmm. Is it considered because there's violence involved and drugs, right, right, pimps, holes? Right. What is urban fiction? I feel like that's what... <laughs> because if you really think about it, if James Patterson, when he wrote... Uh, what's the character with the Kiss the Spiders and uh, Morgan Freeman played the part? Kiss the Girls. Kiss the Girls and mm-hmm. all that. You know, uh, that wasn't considered urban fiction. Mm-hmm. It was a black no? character. It was a black character. Uh-huh. No, because James uh-huh. Patterson's a white fellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he had a black lead man. That's now, right. I'll promise you, if I wrote that exact same story, you know where my mm-hmm. book would be at. <laughs> That's right. I was, I was told by one shows. guy that they uh, label... Uh, black authors, urban fiction, so they can put them all books all in the back in the corner. And when so the white cool. people come in, they don't have to bother with digging through them. Ooh, wow. You know? And I kind of wanted to not believe that, but then it made me take a look. And mm-hmm. I looked at the bookstores and looked at how they did it. Yeah. And I also looked at the literature mm-hmm. that was in urban fiction. Mm-hmm. And I see love stories mm-hmm. and you know, things, uh, books about slavery yeah. and this, and it's an urban fiction. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is urban fiction? Uh-huh. It's got to be because you're a black author. That, I, you know, I it's got believe to believe that. Yep. And I, I never thought about I that. I never thought about that either. I've never thought about that. If you don't believe me, take a look. I no, I, I definitely. All you got to do is take a look. It make your mouth fall open. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. what is what is this mm-hmm. lady's poetry doing in urban fiction? Right. Exactly. It's a black author. Right. So we're going we gonna to pump you in the corner. You know, it's a form of racism. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so prevalent in America today. It's it like is. automatic. You it know, is. it's uh, uh, racism has its own life mm-hmm. in, in, this, in this society. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, getting rid of racism in America would be the same as getting rid of the people. <laughs> it's the only way. It's, right? it, you know, we're born and bred with it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Black right. folks, yes. white folks is yes. is is in us, and it's like you know, it's taught. it's it's automatic for the white people to tense up when black people show up. Yes. And it's automatic for black folks to take offense to white people when they look at us. Mm-hmm. The, the way the white folks look at us, it's just it's <laughs> automatic. Yep. You know. It's so and, funny because I recently switched that around, so I would. <laughs> so, what? What did you do? <laughs> Tell the people. I would come encounter with, let's say, like a white man or a white woman, and I would have my purse in my hand. Oh, Lord. And I would clench my purse. (laughs) There goes the neighborhood. (laughs) And they would look at me funny. They would be like, oh, my God. And I'm like, okay, so now you see how it feels? (laughs) I do it all the time. I make it my business to do what they do to them, what they do, what they've done to us. Like, that's it. That's it. And it's it, you know, and to see their reaction, it's it's hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. it's like oh, they look offended. Like, girl, yeah, calm it's, down. It's, it's, like, oh, okay, so you get it. You mm-hmm. see, right? 
Uh, uh, uh. You know, it's it's amazing <laughs> the way that for these many years, as much as this country has grown uh-huh. and overcome, that we're still crippled <sighs> by the races. We're crippled by it. Yeah. We're crippled by it. Everybody in this country is crippled. <laughs> we we can never we can never we'll never be able to accomplish what that Emancipation Proclamation stated. Yeah. We'll never be able to accomplish what. Constitution of the United mm-hmm. States is stated yeah. all men created equal, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's no. it's a damn shame because this is if you look at it, if you've ever traveled outside the United States, this is a powerful, beautiful country. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people might look at me and say, How can you say America's beautiful? It is. I mean, you know, if you've been anywhere else in the world where people man are Living in the gutter, and right. and you know they got communist rule or, or yep. dictatorships. Or, it, it's we are in a sense we're free to do as anything we want to <laughs> until racism says no. That's right. It's not the police. That's right. It's not the rules. It's the racism. Mm-hmm. Racism is like a caste. It's like set up where racism rules and dictates everything that goes on in this country. You know, mm-hmm. now who's the purveyor of racism? <laughs> that's you know that's a hard question to, to answer right. because you know white folks automatically act a certain way because, like I said, they're born and bred with it. Mm-hmm. But black folks uh, feed into it also. Yep, we feed into it also. Mm-hmm. You know, we allow such things to take place. Mm-hmm. We go along with it, and then we uh, we manage to to to. Okay, I'll give you a perfect example. Mm-hmm. What we're going through now with uh, the police shooting brothers down in the street. Mm-hmm. How long has this been going on? <laughs> For a very long time now. Okay. It's and and what happens every publicized. what happens every time this happens? What's what's the what's the uh, <laughs> we riot. We riot, we raise hell, we run around, yep. uh, we tear up shit, we complain, we make a bunch of headlines. Now, and then, let me finish, hold on. And then, in a matter of months, if not weeks, everything kind of dies down. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it's, you know, right. uh, uh, business as usual uh-huh. until it happens again. Right, mm-hmm. right. If we're going to make a change, we got to make a change. I mean, you got to tear the head off of it and tear it up. Or you got to say, you know what, fuck it. I'm not mad at you. I'm through dealing with you. I'm mm-hmm. not going to pay any attention to your laws. We're going we're gonna to govern and, and police ourselves. Stay the hell away from us. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds like segregation, but segregation ain't such a bad idea. Let's just think about it. If you think about it, it's mm-hmm. just it's not equal mm-hmm. because these people, you know, they, they, they hand out what they feel is uh, fair. Right. That's why white schools got what's better than black schools and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. If we take the bull by the horns and take care of ourselves on that, if you're not going to give it to me, fuck it, I'll get it myself. On top of that, mm-hmm. I don't want a handout because nothing comes for free. In this you world. got that right. Nothing is always a hook. <laughs> Freedom ain't free. Freedom ain't free. Ain't nothing free. Mm-hmm. There's, always, there's always a back door to it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. So true. So what have you faced as far as, like, if you have, like, racism... And, and you in this industry right. and, and people trying to label right yeah um 
Well, I'm going through a situation right now with my publisher, so um, I really don't want to speak on it yet because the other shoe hasn't dropped. But um, I'll give you a small example. Um, I got a white publisher and uh, had, a, had a white editor, but we took care of that situation. Um, I had to because one of the characters in my book is a, a young white woman, and I describe her as a, a six-foot blonde from down south, mm -hmm. who was the only girl with four brothers. Mm -hmm. So she knows how to elbow her way up to the table. If mm -hmm. you get the metaphor, right. you know she's exactly. raised around boys and she's kind of tough herself. She's rough around the edges. Yeah, right. and, and I also state that she's from down south. Mm -hmm. So in the book, she walks in the room, she says, what are y'all doing? Okay, now she's from down south. Mm -hmm. If you ever been down south, the white folks down there make me sound like I'm speaking the Queen's English. You know, they can uh -huh. y'all and all that uh -huh. real tough. Uh -huh. The young lady who was editing my book um, changed changed that 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 uh, passage in my book uh -huh. and put a little footnote saying, "Oh, white folks don't talk like that." Yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she told me how white folks talk and don't talk. Number one and number two, it's my book. Okay. She talked any way she wants to because I wrote it. But, you know, so that was the wow. beginning of the end between me and her. And it's, right. and it's nothing personal. I have nothing against her. Right. It's just the fact that mm -mm, we're, mm -mm, we were on mm -mm. two different mm -hmm. stairs, you know. And right. we try. I try and try. But uh, it just wasn't working. It just wasn't <laughs> working, you know. But right. all through, she kept leaving little notes about, you know, white folks don't talk like that. And, uh. It'd be a statement in there. She said, oh, that sounds too ethnic. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's her, that's her belief system, you know? And that made me look at her like, you know, how many, wow. how, how many other people out there walking around like yeah. that? Yes. That's their belief yeah, system. Yeah. That's the way they're raised. Yes. You know, exactly. no matter how many times they say, hey, how you doing? And pat you right. on the back. Right. They're already believing. Exactly. Certain words come out your mouth are going yes. to be slang. Yep. And, uh. They don't talk like that, as you put it, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm. Wow. So what happened with the publisher? Um, Like I said, we're still, it's not over with yet, but uh, what I'm doing is uh, I'm starting my own LLC uh, corporation. And I'm going to publish myself. Start my own publication yep. company. And me and him has come to, so far, a gentleman's agreement that we're going to go on separate ways without any monetary uh, mm -hmm. dispute. Mm -hmm. Now, that's what's said. As I have to wait till I go back to San Francisco to see if, you know, this is going to play out the way I'm saying it is right now. Uh -huh. um, I'm a little worried, though, uh -huh. you know, that once I get there, it's going to be, well, you know, wait a minute. I think that what's fair is you do this and you do that. Uh -huh. But um, up to this point, he's been a fair dude, but he just he's just not up to the task uh -huh. for what I need. Right. So, you know. If I have nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> I'll do like that. Okay. Yeah. I Rachel's. know that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So have they tried to label? Of course, they have labeled your book as urban. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, what was funny is my, uh, my publisher labeled it urban fiction just because he said urban fiction is one of the hottest selling genres right now. So he was just looking at the monetary side of it. Mm. He wouldn't give a damn if I had wrote 
some Shakespeare passages. Mm-hmm. I'm black. Urban fiction is hot and selling mm-hmm. shit. Put it over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know? Damn. So, <laughs> it's, you know, it's really hard to see where people's motivation is sometimes. Right. Yes. It's yes. really hard. Yes. And uh, um, I agree. The, I hear a lot of horror stories about, you know, the music industry. And I'm learning that I don't think it's necessarily the industry as much as it has anything to do with money. Anytime you're trying to do something to get money, mm-hmm. it's when here comes the sharks, the barracudas, the gorillas, yeah, right. the aliens, yeah, the so ray true. guns, you name it. Yeah. You name it. They're coming at you, and they're coming at you from every direction. Yeah. And if you're not prepared or you don't have your, uh, um, uh, how should I say, you don't have the right circle around you, mm-hmm. they're going to pick you to pieces. <laughs> They're gonna pick you to pieces, you know. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I've been already bit a couple of good times, Whoa. but you know, uh, thanks to my sister Brenda. Who, Shout out you to know, Brenda, Brenda Jones. <laughs> you know, she's she's gold. She's gold. She's gold covered with diamonds. Yeah, I mean, hey, Shout she's she's yeah yeah. She's my older sister, and she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, yeah. not my brother. Oh. And she went to school for marketing, and she's got a well, background in it. She used to work for WPX Channel 11 back in the day. She worked for wow. BET. That's great. And she, uh, she runs a, a program now. It's called For Real Women. You know, I'm giving a shout out. Uh, yeah, you know, plug that I, in. Yeah, I, you know, it's for women, so I don't even know what they do. And, you know, oh. I don't well, think Brenda, I'm allowed we're gonna in there. going to have to get you on the show so you could talk about it. Yeah, I don't think I'm even allowed in there. But she, she's a go-getter, and she got her head on straight and uh she got me pointed in the right direction because, right. like, this is my first time being published. Mm-hmm. And I was like a kite without a tail. Mm-hmm. Right. I was up in the air, but, you know, my direction was kind of screwed up. Right. And I was taking damage, you know, trying mm-hmm. to find my way through it. Mm-hmm. Thanks to her, she says, okay, let's, let's straighten this out. That's right. And the number one thing she did, she got the sharks up off of me. Aww. You know, because I'll be totally honest. I'll be totally honest. I just write this stuff. That's all right. I'm good at. I, need right. mm-hmm. I just write these books. Right. I write these stories. Everything right. else, I let the rest of the world handle. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm learning that if I'm going to have any type of future success mm-hmm. where I can sit down at a desk and I can write a story and not have mm-hmm. to worry about the lights being cut off, the bills right. being paid, right. so forth right. and so on, that I have to know something about this business. That's mm-hmm. so true. You know, it, it, it's, it's, no matter what you do in life, mm-hmm. from A to Z, yeah. Know as much as you can about That's it. Right. That's so true. You know, rap, music, um, mm-hmm. writing books, playing sports, being the president, picking cotton. I don't That's care. Right. That's right. You know, Speaking yeah. of picking cotton. Uh-oh. I hit a nerve. Yes. <laughs> I heard about this prison in somewhere in the South where they have black men out there picking cotton. As like one of the the jobs that they have. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then there's a guy on a horse, and he's riding through the fields like it's fucking slavery, <laughs> all over again. Well, it it is slavery, and I tell you something uglier than that. Um, they have. Um, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few people aware of it. They have private prisons in this country, mm-hmm. prisons for profit. They're run mm-hmm. by a private company. Yes. Now, if you think the basic principles of business is um, you have to keep your shelves full of inventory mm-hmm. if you're going to make any money, mm-hmm. whether you got a grocery store, mm-hmm. a dry cleaners, or a prison. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Now, check this out. The prisons are public, meaning that you can go on a, a New York Stock Exchange and invest in these private prisons. Now, what's the bottom line? The profit margin. Mm -hmm. So that, <clears throat> that principle right there goes against what the justice system is supposed to be about. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to arrest you for your, your illegal transgressions, yep. get you off the street, take you somewhere where they re rehabilitate you mm -hmm. and help you get over your problem, right. put you back on the street so you don't have to come back exactly. to prison. Right. So they can have an empty prison bed mm -hmm. so they don't spend as much money on prisons. Exactly. But here we got a prison where it's for profit. That's right. Mm -hmm. We don't want empty That's beds. Right. We won't oh, wait, make fill money. Them up. Fill mm -hmm. them up. Fill them up. That's fill them right. up. So when you go to a private prison, uh, the programs for rehabilitation are little to none. Mm. You know, you sit up in your your room and uh, watch television, play with yourself and fantasize about being free or make your next, get your next plan for when you get out, get yourself in deeper trouble mm -hmm. so you can come mm -hmm. back and keep them beds full. Mm. That's crazy. So picking cotton, that's that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, as uh, a matter of fact, I believe the Texas penitentiary has been doing that. They never stop. They've been, wow. picking, wow. they've been having people picking and cotton. And it might be years. Texas. I know oh, it Texas one of is a raw dog. Texas is a raw dog. Wow. That's fucked up. Like, that just hurt my heart when I heard that. I'm mm -hmm. like, wow, really? Yep. Uh, and y'all get away with that? Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Was it the man with the gold makes the rules? That's how it gets away hey. with okay. <laughs> That's how it gets away with who's going to stop him. He right? makes the rules. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So what, what do you think it'll take for us as black folks to just come together and do what we have to do? What do you, what do you think it'll take? Um, ooh we, you know what? And if do I, you think that we're coming together now, slowly? Um, to a degree, but there's a saying I once heard, and uh, it took me a long time to really grasp it and understand it, mm -hmm. when the saying is, uh, not all of us are going to make it. Mm, yeah. And if you think yeah. about the term, like, we're not going to make it, not all of us are going to make it. And it's damn near on purpose because there's so many <clears throat> people, and I'm not just talking about black, white people, brown people, yellow people. There are so many people out there that just are so lost, so confused. Mm -hmm. Their head is stuck so far in the sand mm -hmm. that if you pulled it out, they would attack you. They would <laughs> hate you. They would yeah. hate you for trying to enlighten yeah. them. Right. They want to stay in the dark. They yeah. like the dark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They like cable television. Mm -hmm. They like YouTube. Mm -hmm. They like fast food restaurants. I feel that way about the celebrities. Yeah, of course. Of the course. ones that, like, especially the ones with the platform, like the, the Michael Jordans. First of all, you have black boys, black men killing each other over these fucking sneakers and yep. you're not speaking out against this you're not saying shit you have the platform to do so mm -hmm. you have the money a lot of these celebs they have the money the resources to just get us together and no one's really doing it except for Jay-Z <clears throat> from what I see um what is going on in this country is a it's, it's not by accident right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. look back in your past. I don't know how we got on this subject anyway. <laughs> but since we here, let's let's burn let's down the building. Let's okay. burn down the building. Okay. Um, 
when you have Megger Evans, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. the Black Panthers, mm-hmm. you know, you had strong black leaders that had a vision, mm-hmm. had a plan, mm-hmm. had people following them. Okay, yeah. the powers that be, I can't really say a specific name, but you know, uh, yeah, the oppressors, thank you. You know, mm-hmm. if you open your eyes and read between the lines, you'll be able to name names and pick out faces. Mm-hmm. Okay. They said, no, we can't have this. We cannot have this. Because even though the pro- uh, pa- uh, Emancipation Proclamation said that, you know, we would be free and, you know, uh, equal and so forth and so on, just think about it like this. If you had done to a group of people what they've done to us, mm. yep. could you ever let them in your house and turn uh, your back and live comfortably? Because no. you know one day, the way you didn't mop the floor with them, and now you're going to let them sit at the table next mm-hmm. to you, you're going to look at them every day like, one of these days, this son going to jump up and beat yep. my ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't done him so right yep. and so wrong. So they can't, they cannot let the playing field be level. They always mm-hmm. got to have a little bit. So, you know, we're, we're, we're walking uphill when mm-hmm. everybody else is walking on the level field. Mm-hmm. They can't do it. Right. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As screwed up as it is, you have to appreciate that fact that mm-hmm. they recognize that, mm-hmm. you know. You can't, you can't see. I truly do believe that because um, black people are so soulful, mm-hmm. so emotional, that it gets in our way when we're dealing with somebody yes. who is not soulless, they just don't have as much as we do. Mm-hmm. You know, right. uh, when they say white people are the devil, I don't agree with that. That's giving them too much power. <laughs> They're not the devil. They're not the devil. I'll tell you what they are. I like that. I'll tell you what they are. They're just some determined sons of bitches. Mm-hmm. If you stand in between white folks and what they want, you got problems. Okay. You got big problems. You got that right. You got problems. They coming to get it one yes. way or the other, yes. through you, on top of you, underneath yes. you, around Kill you, you. Mm-hmm. or they might make you go get it and you bring it to them. Mm-hmm. But yep. they going to have it. Yep. They going to have it. Okay. They going to have it. So, That's so true. So if you're, dealing with, if you're dealing with a situation like that, the best thing to do is not hate Take a look at them and see what they do good right. and mm-hmm. respect that. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, they're good at this and they're good at that. So now I know how to approach them. Exactly. Instead of just going there just in a mad fury right. and you're hollering and screaming and you're swinging and you're giving it all you got. And they just sidestep you and knock the shit out you. That's right. Because or gun you down. Gun you down. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, that's what they yeah, do. Knock mm-hmm. the shit out you. That's a metaphor. They might right. run you over the mm-hmm. tank. <laughs> messing with them, you know. They don't. Like bomb, they don't. Yeah, they right. drop your. They don't mess around. No, they don't they mess don't. around. They don't. They get down. They get down. Yep. They get down. Savages, man. They get down. They cold with it. They I cold was with reading it. up on um, how they did the Native Americans. I forgot. Oh yeah. The, what they called that event that happened, but basically they ran in there and they took the kids out, separated families. Basically genocide. To, basically genocide. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, sent them off to, like, boarding schools. And these kids were abused wow. at the hands of these white folks. You know white people are sick. So you could just imagine the shit that was going on there. And everyone just came together. And they were at this rock. I forgot the name of the rock. And they fought. They fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. But you know whitey. Well, you know what? Uh, um, 
I don't, you could call it being sick, but in my opinion, what I think white folks are is the lack of a lot of soul means that um, there's certain things that everybody in this room, being of African-American descent, can go out here and get into some shit, and you know it's wrong, mm -hmm. and you feel it inside. I can't do this shit. Mm -hmm. Man, that's just so wrong. Man, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm cool with that. White folks don't feel that. No they don't feel it. They don't feel it. It doesn't. They can sleep at night after dropping an atomic bomb on half a million people. It's like that mm -hmm. shit excites them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, um, it, well, uh, the power, the power corrupts everybody. Yeah, but but true. we have we people of color, not only black folks, but most most people of color. Mm -hmm. See, the darker you are, the more you have it. But most people of color have 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 something in them, a soulfulness in them that just eats at you when you're doing wrong, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Right. Yeah. Even when you're yes. doing wrong and you're getting over, you still, yes. you don't sleep at night, you ain't yes. comfortable, mm -hmm. you know. Can't I mean, eat. I've had my days of just being a damn terror, mm -hmm. and all I did was think about, man, when, when, when the hell is this shit going to catch up with me? Yeah. When's it going to catch up with yep. me? And, of course, it did. Right. I knew it was coming, you know. I don't think white folks feel that. It doesn't yeah. bother them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother <laughs> But there are some black folks on this globe yep. that have adopted white folks' way because I've seen, I've seen some things where, like, man, these dudes. But I, I blame that on a, uh, a mental instability. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something's wrong with that dude upstairs. Mm -hmm. You know, his elevator don't go to the top floor. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mm -mm. So plug in where we can find your books. Oh, okay. Um, this is book one of a three-book series. This is a trilogy. Yeah. You can go on Amazon. You can go on Smashwords. You can go on Nook. You can go on iTunes. Punch in One Way In, No Way Out by Malcolm Boyd, and it'll pop up. Now, especially if you go on Amazon, when you see the book cover, press the book cover, it'll slide to the left, and you can read the first 25 pages for free. If you read the first seven, eight pages, I got you. You're unstuck, so you might as well just go ahead and sit down, enjoy the story, and stop talking <laughs> shit. Now, <laughs> yeah, now, I plan on releasing book two around the end of the year, maybe around Thanksgiving, and that's entitled Man in the Middle. And my main character's name is Man, which is M-A-N-N, -N, and it's the middle book, so it's kind of a play on words, you know, mm, Man like in that. the Middle, and right. it's the middle book. Okay, you know. You know, some of us kind of scared. We can think we come with some more crazy shit, you know. Yeah. Einstein ain't the only one that can get out. Okay, okay. I hear that. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, book three, which will be out after maybe the second month of the year, right around there. It's tentative. Um, um, that's called um, Good Night, Bad Day. And that's the conclusion of this story. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot of metaphors in this story. Um it's a situation where a gentleman who is too nice for his chosen profession, drug dealer, of course, mm -hmm. um, can't say no to anybody. Oh. And a lot of his friends come to him with all their problems, and he manages to take on all these people's situations, oh, and he shit. winds up with the target on his back. Oh, yeah. shit. Now, he's, uh, <laughs> he's not a boss. He's not a gangster. He's not a thug. If you live next door to him, you would think he was the mailman. He mm. just gets his money and lives his life. Mm -hmm. But he finds himself in a situation where he has to be the big shot, the boss, 
and all these people are relying on him, and they're looking, they're looking at him like, oh yeah, yeah, that's my man, that's the boss, that's the big guy. But he's not. He's putting up a big facade, and he's trying his hardest to keep it up because his very life depends on it, and his friend's life depends on it. And he gets himself caught up with gangsters, with the FBI, mm -hmm. with the Colombian cartel, oh, <laughs> with the local police. Oh, all kind of shit's going on with so him. So I know he ain't sleeping at night. <laughs> no, no. As a matter of fact, in the book, one of the characters asked him, when's the last time he had some sleep? Wow. You know, but he couldn't afford to sleep. Wow. You know. Damn. So I think everybody enjoy it. Go out there and read, you know. Definitely. Yes. One way, way in, in no, no way out. out. The man walk us <laughs> Adventure, yeah. It's adventure. <laughs> right. Adventure, okay. It's an adventure, all right. It's an adventure, all right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait, guys. And I have one last question for you before you go. Okay. If you weren't a writer, what would you do? Oh. Now, why did you ask me a question like that? <laughs> okay, um, it runs in my family. I'm a tinkerer. I I can I can take a, a box of nuts and bolts and screws and I can make something out of anything. I've been a mechanic welder for the better part of thirty years. Wow! But uh, I'm trying to transition. I'm trying to start working from the neck up instead uh -huh. of the neck down. Okay. Uh -huh. Which is I think is a key message for all the brothers and sisters out there. Right. Start using your head more than you use your back. Ooh. <laughs> You'll be surprised at the things you can mm -hmm. accomplish. And when you come home at night, you're not even tired. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know? But uh, I'd be a mechanic. I'd uh, be a race car driver. I'd be a, what's the little kid say? I'd be a fireman. I'd be a spaceman. I'd be, be a cowboy. <laughs> You know, I'm just a kid at heart. Ain't no telling. Whatever, <laughs> excuse me. Whatever I do, I be having fun. I know because that's right. Because this is what life's about. Okay. If you can't have fun every stinking day of your life, something wrong. That's mm -hmm. right. You got to rethink and readjust what that's you do. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's so true. Yeah, you create your happiness. Create so your true. happiness. You know, I mean, I just sat up at jobs, man, welding and laying on for truck, holding up a piece of metal, sparks burning the hell out of me. Fire coming out the end of the stinger on the welder. And I started laughing. I said, look at this crazy shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Look at this crazy well, shit here. Mm -hmm. You know, I could burn up and die. And I just laugh about it. What the hell? Right. You know, but my day goes by better. And uh, I transition on home, clicking my heels together. Right. You know. That's right. I love my life. I really can't say that. I've been all over. I've been all over the place. Mm -hmm. I can't say all over the world. But I didn't, I didn't tore up this country. <laughs> Except for down south, I can't. I, I don't know something about down south. It just don't don't yeah. don't blame with me. Aww. I'll get it though. I'll right, get it. right. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get it. I can't. Y'all in trouble when I show fun. up? Say what? Oh, I said, all right. They in trouble when I show up. The <laughs> south is. I'm a raise hell down there too. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Yes. We appreciate you coming on the show. I want to say. This, this black brother right here is, a, is just an influence, man, to the conscious community and everybody. And uh, I just really appreciate appreciate your talent. Mm -hmm. Wasted talent is the worst thing you could ever do. <laughs> this man's energy right here, I just feel the great energy. Like you said, you're young at heart, and that's what it's all, that's what mm -hmm. it's all about. Yep. I mean, growing up, that's, that's the enemy. But um, word on the street. Yes. Word on the street. Yeah, send some information. If you want to know more about this brother, hit us up. Streets Talk with a Z 
at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Fill up the website. We're on the street podcast.com. Yes, right. And you want to plug in your social media so people know where to find you? Definitely. Oh, yeah. You can catch me on uh, uh, Facebook. Okay. I got a few Facebook pages. It might take a minute. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you go on Facebook and pull me up as Malcolm Boyd. You can go on Facebook and pull me up as Man Walker. And I also write sports articles for sportsblog.com. And my pen name is Lefty Writer because I'm left-handed. And that's Writer, W-R-I-T-E-R. And you can go on, I got a Facebook page for that, and you can also go on Sports Blog, punch in Sports Blog Lefty Rider, and uh, you'll see my work. You know what I mean? That's right. I'm serious yeah. about That's it. Right. I said when I was going to work from the neck up, I mean it. Okay. My head then went to work. That's right. And I ain't bobbing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's keep it raw. Shit. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. right. Mm-mm. Lefty right. <laughs> yeah, lefty right. That's what's that's what's happening. Shit, let's keep it real up in here. That's right. Shit. You know. Okay. Um, you don't have Twitter, Instagram, none of that. Oh yeah, I got a Twitter account. Okay. Um, same thing with that. Uh, uh, Malcolm Boyd. Everything else is Malcolm Boyd except for Lefty Rider and Man Walker. Okay. But they all tied in together. You when you punch in one. You're going to run into all of them. All right. But you know what I mean? Go out there and get this book. Yes. And support definitely. a brother. That's you know, right. To it's degree. so good. It's, you know, and it's not about the, uh, the money because what I really would rather see is just everybody read my stuff and say I love it. That's right. right. Because I'll be totally honest, and this is tripping me out. Everybody that's read it likes it. I haven't mm-hmm. had a single person come back and say, no, nah, fuck this. Right, right. And it's kind of spooky. <laughs> you know, because if everybody likes it, why isn't everybody reading it? Mm-hmm. I mean, right, yeah. it should be required reading in mm-hmm. everybody's house. You know, what I mean, you got the family photo album, you got the Bible or the Quran or whatever Torah, whatever you into, and you got my book. That's right. Yeah. Go. That's right. And every day, every evening. Before you eat dinner, pull my book out. <laughs> 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 the read it, shit. That's right. And wait for the next. Hey, I'm. Oh, one other thing. I'm working on a science fiction book right now. It's gonna yes. blow y'all mm. away. I done went there with this one. Mm. Can you give us a little something, like okay. a, a synopsis, or yeah, this this okay. is this is what's going down. A uh, dude's a billionaire, but his IQ is through the roof, mm-hmm. and he's good with numbers. And he's got the pro- he's got a problem with the fact that there's so many people on this planet. You know, the the population is growing exponentially. You know, which means it's more than doubling, it's tripling, quadrupling. Yeah. And he knows that uh, in less than at the rate we're going, and this is a fact too, in less than fifty years, there's not going to be enough resources to support everybody on the planet. Yes, so I heard that. So he's come up with this mad plan People of how to depopulate the planet. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Shit. Wow. Oh, I'm going to tune in. Wow. I'm going to tune in. I told you I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy, man. I was just talking about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah people going to be eating each other, man. It's going to get crazy. I can't wait wow. for that. Turn up. It's going to be the walking dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm not ready. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's our episode this week. Thank you so much, Malcolm. I appreciate it. I can't wait to come back. When, yes. When you launch that second book, you come right here and promote it. Most definitely. You are welcome anytime. Yes. Sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Well,
Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, hit up hit up Malco Boy, M-A-L-C-O-B-O-Y-D at gmail.com. Okay. Hit him up.